Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo yeah, shake that ad. Shake those ads <laughs> in that face. I have 10 ads that I'd no, like to No, you don't shake. have 10 ads. No, I have two. Two ads. I wouldn't even call them ads. I'd call them just like friendly uh, greetings. For friendly reminders that other things exist than this podcast. Yeah. Including? This podcast called Better Call Daddy. Now, it made my drive from LA to you down in San Diego very nice today because I listened to the latest episode of our friend Rena Friedman Watts's Better Call Daddy and it was all about um, the like creativity and getting into your innovative state and I feel like you'd like that a lot I need to check it out innovative yeah I think that uh, the guest name was Isolda oh where do people go and see it? What's it called? How do they it's get It's called there? the Better Call Daddy podcast. And so Rena talks with a guest and then afterwards her dad has a very good take on it and is very wise. Oh, nice. I don't want to give away too much of it, but that's what it is. And it's called Better, better Call, call daddy. daddy. Because it's like you better call your daddy to get his opinion on stuff. Yeah. I think I'm still thrown off by daddy. It seems like it should be a sex podcast, doesn't it? It's not. Better call daddy. I mean, sometimes she does go into sexual exploration, but not with her daddy. Oh, well, now I'm intrigued. Let's yes. go. <laughs> Better call daddy everywhere you can get podcasts. Okay, speaking of daddy, mm-hmm. it's almost Father's Day. <laughs> and when I think of all the fathers that I love so much on this planet, I think of an of Adam, Adam and, and Eve. Eve. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> As you know, I wasn't going to say joke. like. I knew the joke. Where it if was we still going. had Manscaped, I'd do that. But yeah, yeah. Manscaped trimmed yes, themselves away from Adam us. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Yes. Um, I recently also got into like Fifty Shades of Grey, that whole movie. You Why? Know, Why did you do that? Because I can work from home now and I like watching smut. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, the guy in that movie is so hot. But but they use a lot of whips and chains. Whips? Yeah. And do I they, look do up- Do they sell whips? Whips and chains. On, uh, on adamandeve.com? <laughs> they do. They sell whips. Yeah, light whips. <laughs> light whips. <laughs> oh this gosh. was a fun sponsor. Okay, but you go to adamandeve.com and then you type in the code at campfire and you get 50% off a new adventurous toy, Ooh. a slippery lube. Burn. You know you love that slippery loop, <laughs> slippery loop, or anything whip. else you can almost desire. Oh, almost, or you almost anything you can desire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain is whipped. <laughs> um, That's AdamandEve.com. Yeah. Campfire is the code. Get your fifty percent off and go get yourself something good. Good. Okay, I want to hear in Vegas. In Vegas? In Vegas, what did you do? Where did you stay? I was like, that was a question. Who did you eat? Who did you eat? Where did we stay? Um, okay. We, uh, <laughs> I recently, <laughs> I'm crazy today. Do we know how to podcast? We're cra- yeah. yeah, you know, we're crazy. It's going to be yeah, a crazy yeah. episode. I'm sorry, we're loopy. Um, we, for real, did not drink, you guys. No, we did not. Um, so, recently went to uh, Vegas with Brit. We went out there for uh, a concert. It was finally, it was time for Silk Sonic, mm. Bruno Mars, and Anderson Pack, and it was the concert I really wanted to see, and it was one of those things where you're like, I should, this is too much to do. Like, yeah, the whole thing cost you, what, 23 it, grand? No, shut <laughs> up. Plus, plus tax, plus tip. <laughs> uh, that was just air flight. Um, you no, guys flew there? Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, but we, we, I just said, let, let's fly out there. Uh, my good buddy, Clarion and Jeff, they, 
they hooked us up with a hotel. It was like, what do you mean? Like they hooked us up with a hotel for free. Yeah. Clary on. I know. Pulling the weight. Wow. So we, we stayed in this nice resort. Can and, you say which one it was? Uh, I mean, I'd rather not. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't want to, you know, so we stayed there mm-hmm. and we, we fly in, we spend the day with Clarion, had a great time, had some good food, went out for dinner. And then the next day we went to, um, you know, we went to Meow Wolf. They have that Meow Wolf thing out there. Oh I, yes. I think we talked about it before. The grocery store thing. Yeah. It's called yeah. Omega Mart and it's essentially like a, a grocery store front, um, where all the products are able to be bought, but they're all like crazy weird things. So yes. it looks like detergent, but it's called like, you know, uh, adult friendship or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, there's something weird going on in this place where it's like something's off. It right? has that very uh, like the Joshua Tree, but like the East Jesus vibe where everything's it's like East <laughs> Jesus meets like Andy Warhol or something. So it looks like a real grocery store, and you can buy everything. But then there are certain things in this grocery store, like like if you open up the cooler door, it it walks into this portal of an entire other world. And there's this sort of like an escape room type vibe of like, you can play this game and find out the mystery of what's going on in this world. And so it could take up to two hours to do that like story Hmm. quest. Or you could just like look around and it's like a big Instagram sort of like, I say that, but like selfie, like a selfie. Yeah. Some of that you, you could really do that. But a lot of it's just like weird stuff and, uh, it's called Omega Mart. It's in an area called Area 15. And it has all these bars and restaurants and a bowling alley and an arcade and all this kind of shit. You know, they're trying to do something. That's cool. That's off strip. That's interesting, you know. And so uh, really enjoyed that. And then we got ready and we went to the concert at the MGM. And it was just like from the moment we walked in. I mean, I just we, <laughs> the energy was so good. Um, you know, their whole style mm-hmm. is like soul funk, kind of like, you know, back to the the age of like where the dance, you know, the singers are all dancing in unison. Yes, and like, yes. Kind of, like just amazing style, right? Everyone had good energy in the space, um, like all the people watching too. But as soon as you walk through the door, you have to put your phone in a tray and they take it through and they're whoop, right into an envelope, snap that shut. You can't open it up. No one's allowed to have their phones in the rest of the show. And so I was like, I love this already because yeah. we all had to be very present in the moment watching this. There's nobody's checking their phone. Nobody's videoing it. Nobody's taking photos. It just, it just was really great. It was really great. And it was nice to shut off. Yes. You know? Um, so we did, we, we got in there and we had great seats. Holy fuck, we had great seats. We were like within the first twenty rows for sure. And so you could like see them, see them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they just the whole time it felt like they were having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's I love watching an act where you can tell they're enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. You know? What they're, does Bruno Mars look like? He's tiny. That's what I've heard. Yeah, he's tiny. I mean, other than other than that, you can just Google him if you want to know. Who what was he looks the like. one that died on a show? A very little. I want to call him like a little person. <laughs> was it All in the Family or something? No. <laughs> Gary Coleman. Yes, that's what I. When, anytime <laughs> I picture Bruno Mars, I just picture him in like no. a gold suit. No, there. I mean, that's the thing. Is like we were talking about this. How like some of the biggest voices come out of the smallest packages. Yeah. It's like him. Ariana Grande, yes. 
or like you know there's a lot of these short little petite people like yeah. even Christina Aguilera remember when she first came out it was like she was so tiny yeah it was like belting the shit out of her I'm like where is that coming from mm-hmm. um yeah so anyway the concert was amazing we just had the best time and uh I highly recommend if you can see this this duo go see it it was just now are they on stage together the whole time yeah so it's their band like silk song yeah, is the two it's of them. them yeah okay so and it's not like a one night someone headlines the next no night. no no and then so then they would each sing e- they would sing each other's songs too like so they did some anderson pack songs oh, some fun. bruno mars songs and it was just it was just amazing it was one it was maybe the best concert i've ever been cool to. yeah it was awesome I want to go check it out. You should. Uh, my friend Clarion just gave me sweets at this hotel. I oh, can't tell you, you what it is. You can't tell me which one, Mm-mm. though. Oh, you're so lucky. He <laughs> likes you better than he likes me. No. Um, what have you been doing this week? Oh, my gosh. I'm oh. so busy with my slippery loop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. No, also, really quick, the Meg- Omega Mart thing. They had a big stand of, I know about that because last year when I went to that horrible Life is Beautiful festival where I had to stay in the party house with yeah. 27 people, that yeah. festival is in Vegas and they Omega Mart put a ton of advertising money into like having real estate at that festival. And so they had these two people there that I love so much. I think they're called like Nate and Hilda or something. And they were there rapping about broccoli and apples. Like they're very geeky, but they're very like save the planet or you know this is why i recycle and they would rap but they're like jewish geeky rappers and i was i love them i was like front row for all of them when they were singing about like why we love cauliflower and jack really? was like there's a whole festival going on like and i'm like no i want to watch neat and hilda talk about omega mart <laughs> and so they it, it, like pretty much they were giving away tickets to go there for like now because i remember saying oh in uh, summer of 2022 is when it's gonna be open mm. so that i think of it fondly that's awesome i followed nate on instagram and i'm just like i really love your rapping about like why <laughs> climate change is real <laughs> um okay so a few different things have happened. Oh. No, it's all good. It's all, it's not, it doesn't sound so serious. Um, Personally, you know what? I was thinking about this and I feel like Goldilocks because when I was living in San Diego, my boyfriend, Jack, I feel like there was a time that maybe he didn't work enough or like not work enough, but he was, <laughs> you're looking at me like be kind. He, uh, not to his own, you know, he got tossed and turned a little bit in the professional world and there was a time before we moved where like I would be home working or doing a meeting and Jack would just be like noodling on the guitar and kind of Mm. enjoying a forced sabbatical if you will right and that did not bode well for like my energy and my whatever because I just felt like I don't like working when someone else is just not you know just home not working and so I felt like at those times too he was a little bit of a fish out of water because I wasn't like um I wasn't down to adventure. It's not like, oh, you have the this month off. Why don't we like go to Peru or something? Right. I don't know why we talk about Peru. <laughs> we both have like a subconscious thing for Peru, but I feel like his time off here didn't wasn't really the most beneficial because we didn't use it to like you know it was just right. him like watching like TV bloopers or something. Right, and so, right. and then now flash forward. Now we're living in Burbank. We're in the place I want to be in. I can't wait to do adventures with him. And it, now he works at the post office, and they are working him like seven days a week like for real for real seven days a week he had to pretty much like now he's in the cycle where he only gets off every ninth day so like he works for nine days in a row and then gets off and i that's pretty much like from what i've heard the first like year or two of the post office so he worked on memorial day like you work holidays but does he get paid extra in those times yeah yeah Yeah. he gets paid extra but then 
but at this point it's like insane because is he just tired is he he's tired it's really really tired yes like every friday night is not is a friday night for me but not for him and then like coming up we have a weekend coming up where it's like saturday and sunday he's not there and accounted for so now it's like it's good in a way where I'm like, oh my god, I miss you. I haven't seen you, and we haven't done anything I together. Think that's important. Yeah. I'm honestly, I think that's important for for people to to not <laughs> never see each other. No, no, no. To shake it up a bit and have a little bit of space and do things like separately, so that you are so excited yeah. to do stuff together and not have this overabundance of time. To always, yeah. you know, now maybe that's just how I feel. Yes. Maybe some people are like, I want to be with somebody for every minute of yeah, my life. Yeah. And it's like, for me, that would drive me crazy. And I've definitely had relationships where it was like, okay, what you want is way more than what I want. Right. It's not that I don't like you. I just also need to have my own life. Yeah. You know? I, I think so. Yeah, like so I've always maybe that's been, what you're experiencing a little bit. It is. And I feel like relationship wise, I pretty much have like two days out of the week to give for like movies and recreational you know and so people may think that's like not enough but the rest of the time i have work and hobbies and my own totally people to see and things to do totally and so yeah like sense. to me two days out out of seven is like a lot to do recreational things with yeah, someone absolutely so but i but now i wish we could get to a little bit more balance because we haven't like done anything as a couple really since we've moved out. I think we went to like Bob's Big Boy Burgers or whatever like, for like one meal. So now you're wanting more. Now I'm wanting more. Wow. I know. What an evolution. Yeah. You well, were you were ready to run for the hills. Yeah. Now I'm at the hill. I'm in the mountains. Now you're in the hills and you're ready to come back down to the valley. <laughs> for like 48 hours a week. Yeah. So that's that. So we'll see what happens with that. Then someone that I can never get too much of, my parents... Oh, I, I just talked to them about them as they they are one. Um, they came out to visit, and we had the best visit ever. Oh, the best! No family drama. Well, None. Well, oh wait a minute. <laughs> no family drama. Not 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 drama towards each other. Just more like, you know, my dad is having health issues, ongoing forever and ever. And mom and is like, my mom is like, I, I can see both of their parts on it because it's like. As you get older, if you don't have a partner that is taking care of themselves health health wise, you're taking care of them. Yeah, you're taking care, of, and it's like my mom is so active and spry, and then yeah. it's like my dad tries, but he's just ambling along, and yeah. then but on the flip side, like I, my mom could be a little bit impatient and like frustrated at him, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But then of course, then I come in, and then I'm like the shepherd over my dad. Where if my mom says like one thing, you're like, then I go ballistic. Back off, yeah, bitch. yeah. I have like no patience for anything in life except when it comes to my dad. That I'm like, everyone be kind. Or like, yeah. He was eating an ice cream, a mint ice cream, and oh, like no. you know he has like his Parkinson's shake, so it's like the chips were going everywhere. And then I was like looking all around. I'm like, stop looking. <laughs> <laughs> at everyone <laughs> like, <laughs> really? like i would kill them yeah Aww. so it's okay i just they're going to come out here hopefully in the next year or so at which point i will be doing every single day i would do so, we'll do something with them and <laughs> <laughs> not completely not healthy but like i hope they are able to be in the right state to like make this huge move yeah financially you know they're doing the tough thing of like spending and health a lot more health wise and it's yeah. a lot to move and then I'm trying to find a space for them here where they don't have to like drive on a freeway all the time. And just, I don't think they know what a big change it is to like live in California versus living oh, in the And to live in LA area. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a wild. That, that's like the least, that's the, the last place I know it's the least in all of California yeah. that I would put these people. I know. I know. It's and like I've tried San to tell Diego them. San Diego seems like it would work. Why don't they live down here? Uh, 
they, even it's so funny they're bored of it here too <laughs> they were giving me like attitude about it like two years ago where they're like can we go to like like argentina or something instead of here well you need to switch it up too, yeah you know? yeah yeah but. so yeah i've been trying to think of different places with them but it was the first time that they were able to come to one of my stand-up shows oh yeah and i had i had warned them before i just said like you know, please during this show, <laughs> this is not like interactive. Don't yell at me because I I could see me doing something and then my dad yelling out like that's partially true. And I'm like, you know, I right. just said please do not like right. scream out like and add details like yeah. And it, then I also had said a few of the comics on my show are can get pretty raunchy and they can say whatever words they want to, but like this, it's not for you to say or it's not for you to mirror back at them or anything. Right. Um. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they ended up they showed up to the show that I was producing and it was so cute too because like they were right the show the doors open at 7 30 and at like 7 28 I see them like right outside the venue and they're just there and then they're the only ones there for a while and you know that feeling when you're producing a show like is anyone coming like right and also like I, I I am I am maybe a ball of nervousness yeah. or stress or just or laser focus. I don't know which one of those it is because on the nights that I'm having people, I'm not talking to the people that I talk to every day. Right, 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 right. I'm like, yeah. you take care of yourself. I, I'm talking to all of these other people, strangers, making them see like, hey, welcome to the yes. show. How'd you yes. hear about yeah. us? I'm having that conversation. Right. I'm not there to socialize with my best friends. And then once the show's over, then yeah. I can return back to normal exactly. and be like, so anyway, like, how was last Tuesday? But as the show's yeah. happening, I'm very much like, okay, everything's going good. And if they need anybody need anything, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. watching the door, doing that stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so they were there. And luckily, yeah, I had a few friends that kind of knew I was in that space and they took over and they were like helping me. Um, and then it was so funny because then then it started filling up and the show ended up. I think we were like two away from selling out, which is super cool. Like at one point, I mean, we definitely had capacity with all the um, cause I had five radio contest winners. But at one point, like. I was worried about no one coming and then halfway throughout the show I looked at the crowd and there was only spaces for like this one girl was sitting on her boyfriend's lap because there was no chair for her so it was super cool but at one point I look out in the row and I'm about to do my set and it's like my parents and then Jack is next to them and then our friend Amy Berkman is next to them and I'm just like oh and everyone they're just like looking i don't know they're all so cute but it's you know when you look out and you're I'm like what are you guys doing here <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah you're support, supporting me <laughs> like trying to be nice but oh but it was so funny to see and like i wanted to share with our podcast because it was so many old guests that we've had and it was so funny to see like yeah you had a hell of a lineup i loved my lineup yeah, yeah. it was a great 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 a, show it, it was a class reunion yeah it really was but it was so cool for like we all know the people is you sure. know here but sure. but like our friend Don to meet up with our other guest Walter Ford and like for her to kind of be like oh do you want to be on my podcast and then yeah. everyone of course loved Dawson one of the best in the entire world I yeah. love Dawson so much Such and then like yes like Dawson was then bonding with my dad afterwards about just like living in a small town and it was just oh, like man. really cool to see everyone interacting That's um awesome. and then Ian Abramson was like the best headliner I could ever imagine. It's going to be hard to beat that. Yep. It, it's still hard for me to beat that. I forgot. How did you show. guys even, who booked him originally? Um, uh, Daniel did. Really? Daniel. Yeah. My, my partner on Riff City Comedy. Yeah. And he had reached out and said, I, I want to get this guy. I think he's really funny. And he was down. So it, it was awesome. I know. And, and, yeah. And as soon as I saw him, I, I was like, 
holy shit, what just happened right now? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. It's funny. I was talking about this with Jack, too. I feel like anyone that's funny or that, like, Ian definitely attracts, like, smart, funny watchers, too. Because a For few sure. people I could just tell were, like, not that they didn't get him, but they're, you need to be smart to almost, like, understand you him, do. I think. You do. Yeah. He is, he, the way I described his set, and I'm not going to describe yeah, any yeah, of his yeah, jokes yeah. or anything, but, like, the way I described his set is, I I thought that I knew where it was going. Like I thought I knew, okay, like, uh-huh. Wait, what is this now? And then I was confused. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, this guy's bombing, maybe. Like in my yeah. mind, it was like uh, over the course of the first couple of minutes, I'm like, he might be bombing. And then he went in a direction with this long joke story that just lit up a light bulb. Like, like, like flipping that switch <laughs> where all of a sudden the entire room understood what was happening at the same time. And we were all like, holy shit. Yeah. You're so smart. You just took, how did you get us there? Uh huh. It's hard. It, I say that and it, it sounds all whoop doops, but like, I'm telling you, that's what it felt like. There was just, he, he has this one bit where you think like, okay, this guy is kind of like wacky. Okay. He's crazy. Oh, maybe he's not funny at all. Oh my God. He's brilliant. You know, that yes. kind of thing. Yes, yes. I really love him. I really do too. He's and I know my, we've had our ups cops. and downs. I've had my ups and downs with my own relationship I know. that he's not even Look involved at you with. Now. Yeah. At one time he unfollowed you. And you know, you no, thought, he never you know, followed I me. Him, I want him to die. <laughs> I want his, his fiance to die. I love her too. Then she was you there. Went to his wedding yep. and now he's headlining your show. <laughs> I was telling people at the show about his wedding. I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. And that I don't even know if if he was already going to talk about that or if he just like expounded upon it. But I forgot that he won his wedding off of Instagram, yeah. which is like the most him type yeah, of situation. Of too. And the fact that like he probably staged that contest. Yeah, you know I mean? he probably created the contest. <laughs> he's not even to, married. Yeah, he's not even. <laughs> yeah. He just he staged the contest. Just yeah, he's such a. Uh, for lack of a better term, an alternative type comic, which I kind of hate that because I feel like I know, every comic I know. is like calling it alternative music at this point, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, but everything's wild. Everything's right. different. I don't know what it, what's that even mean? Yeah. So, but I would say like, as, as far as like a straightforward, like stand up going like, well, it's the deal with that. You know, it's like, he's not that. Yeah. He's just something else. And if you haven't seen him, go see him. A Ian Abramson. We yes. had him here on the show. I mean, oh my God. And one of my highlights was that um, the room is kind of like closed off. There's like a glass door. And then mm. once at a certain point, you just kind of, we'd close it. And it, But the people walk by. It's a busy street. Yeah. <clears throat> and at one point, he he's very like ADD child mind in the way where you can tell he's like, he plays with everything in the room. And if there's a couch, he's going to sit on it. And the right. fact that the whole room is covered with books. And of course he's going to like light up in that sure. way too. But I think the people walking by were like in a good way, distracting him. And so at one point he like unhooks the mic and then like a man on the street runs out to the, to the street and said, um, to everyone like we're doing, we're, you guys want to come in? We have, we have something going on here. And the one guy yelled, uh, is it poetry? And he said, no, it's comedy. And the guy said like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, that's so funny too. And then he asked like a couple how long they were together and one guy said eight years and one person said seven years. And it's just yeah. like, that kind of stuff is so funny to me. And so it was I good. I, I love those moments too that you just can't, it's just not part of the bit, right? It's mm -hmm. just, it, it can only happen that night, that moment with that answer. Like, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. And I'm definitely learning to the difference of going up and I really do like hosting shows and I, this is my, th I think my third time emceeing yeah. a show and I really like that but the beginning is tough because you basically have to welcome everyone and then yeah. like 
softly launch into your own set and then not be too upset when it doesn't go that well because no one's warmed up yet. Yeah. So I'm still like getting ready for that or getting used to that. Um, it's awkward, but I'm letting it not phase me. And mm. both times I have emceed, I've like ended up being like, that sucked. I sucked, blah, blah, blah. And Don afterwards is like, no, you did great. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, it, it it's weirder than you imagine it is. And so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, emceeing's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm glad that you, I'm sure you do great and you're very funny. When I'm emceeing my show, I'm never, ever trying to be funny. Right. Because my job isn't to be funny in that moment. My job is to be like, like this is the show. Here's what we're I doing. Know. Try to be friendly and nice and like maybe a little funny, but I'm not telling jokes. But aren't there shows where, because I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, maybe even do I save like my set for later on in the night? Is that unheard of? Like, I mean, you know, a lot of times people will do some time in the, in the beginning. Yeah. Then they'll kind of say, hey, here's the show. Get ready, blah, blah, blah. And then hand it off and do the comedians and then in between they do a little bit themselves too i feel like maybe when i've seen that happen it's like i always feel like that person seems like they're a little bit of an egomaniac and they're just really? trying to get more stage time uh, like it's just like oh and now hey he said this thing it brings up a funny story let me tell you a little bit about shoes you know it's yeah like, yeah it's yeah like, okay that's fine but if that isn't killing if that right. if that bit doesn't kill then you kind of flatten the energy for the next comic if yeah. the comic's doing yes, good, yes, right? Yes, yeah. So it's like, it's like if you think about four slices of bread and you're going to put something in between it, like how much do you need to put in there? Yeah. If that first like piece of bread has a big thick inch of peanut <laughs> butter in it, right? And then you have a second piece of bread, and then there's and like, like when I'm like I'm confusing raisin bread, like right, or right, am right. I am, it, am I burnt yeah, too much? It's just or, like, yeah, yeah, then yeah. You're adding too much. You're like ah, oh, this is way more than the 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 audience doesn't need more of you at this point. Yes, I agree. Kill them in the beginning. Be a really good. I mean, listen, I'm just telling you from my perspective of when I watch. It's like I don't I don't need I don't need a full on like 30 minutes of that first person. Right. Like I give me the five or the ten. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not your show. Mm -hmm. And then just. Just be funny or or, or don't be and yeah. then like just get to the next comic. I think and that's good. And I, I already felt like I learned a lot from the first one and the second one, same thing. Now the yeah. third one I'll know even better. You know who kills it when she warms up the crowd is Lisa with Pretty Funny Women. Yeah. I watched her at the La Jolla Comedy Store and she does a, she she opens up the show and then she does a 15 minute set yeah. and it's like, oh my God, I think she really like, that's why the nights are so good is because yeah. she has people like roaring with laughter in the beginning and that's not normal at like 8.07 to have right. people like laughing like they do at 11 p.m. Right, right. So overall... That was really good. What's, what's up with your speech today? <laughs> Overall, I think you're the first whipped. person I've talked to, whipped. and I really did get emotional when, like, I was backstage with everyone, and everyone did such a good job, and it was yeah. just so nice. And then my parents came back, and my dad was just like, "We are so proud of you," and I, I had to like turn away because I'm like, I can't, I, I don't want to cry like in front, like a little bitch That's in front amazing. of everyone. So That's amazing. Yeah, overall, it was so and, good. And that space. It is is nice and small and it feels intimate yeah and the, the electricity in that a room like that is so exciting <laughs> you know what i mean yep some people think like oh you want to have big room with a lot of people it's like i don't know i think when you get in those smaller rooms or it feels small you know mm -hmm. 70 people or something and you're just like oh this is awesome it yeah feels really intimate and, it does and i like experiences like that where it's like well this is just us here. This is like, I'm not sharing this with 10,000 people right. or 5,000 people. I'm I'm sharing this with just these people. Yeah. yeah. It feels good. And then we had a lot of people there that were not 
like not my friends. I think the first one was like mostly my friends and this other one. Even the people came that knew you weren't your friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most people aren't my friends. They just think they are. No, no, remember. No, I'm not oh. going to say it. No, I'm a reflection of like what they hope to see in themselves. Oh, but that's good. Okay, but, okay, okay, sorry. Um, But, oh, 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 the one thing I was going to say with my parents' visit that really made me laugh so hard is, you know how like I don't really don't like loose hair in my food like I hate loose hair. I'm not sure anybody goes. You know what I really love in my food? <laughs> loose hair. Really, it's like the bane of my existence. <laughs> Somebody's saying what I'm I love sure the somewhere. most is loose hair. Like like loose hair is will set me off for dates, and I could throw up on a dime. <laughs> now if or a quarter, a, whatever. Now if the it's table. tied in a clump, then I'm okay with it. Uh, I could but really not throw a up loose now. hair. Uh, uh, uh. remember one time I was making a nice bath. And I was like leaned over and Jack was telling me about his beard hair in the bathtub. And then I threw up in the bathtub. Oh, my God. Like gosh. next to my rose petals. <laughs> OK, but like I have a crazy thing about loose hair and in my food. And I feel like I don't know if I'm attracting it or what's happening. But lately I am getting so much hair in my food when I eat out at restaurants. Like from other people. Yes. Other people's hair in my food. It will be from if I pick up like a packaged meal at the grocery store. There no. was someone's hair no. in my rice. What? Um, I've probably had like five or six meals this Are month. Are you losing your hair? No, it's not me because it will be like blonde, thick Asian hair. It's really, really. And I, I went to a restaurant with my friend Jared and I just said like, I'm scared. I told him like, I, I don't know what is going on, but there's so much hair in my food. That's like not my hair. And then we were laughing about it. And then the next meal I ate, there was a big long hair, like a big thick black hair that was not mine all around the glass. And I like oh, took a video. In the hell? I know. Oh, so, no. no wet hair. Why uh, is that even grosser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Like on a wet bottle or on oh, the, I could throw up. On I the throw side up. of the shower. <laughs> it's like this long stringy. Like, yeah. I don't know why that is grosser. I don't know. But I had it happen to I did it. I was the hair placer on someone else when <laughs> uh, my parents and Jack and I went out to this really nice restaurant. If anyone is in the L.A. area, it's a beautiful restaurant called Castaway in Burbank. And I really love it. It's very Castaway. fancy. It's way my dad was like, they let us sit with the beautiful people. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, please. His like Velcro shoes are like getting tied around the chair. And, <laughs> and so but it's really, really He's shaking. His mint <laughs> yeah, ice cream. For real. And my yeah, my mom has wow. like like a mushroom as her on, on her for her dinner and stuff and so um but like it was beautiful sunset golden hour and the way that i was sitting we were outside on the patio and it's very like fancy meals but like i watched like one of i was kind of fussing with my hair and one of my hairs flew off and then was like dancing in the, the, in, the in the yes wind? and so my dad and i both my, jack was talking to my mom and my dad and I saw it like floating and floating and then it like flew and it went to the neck to the table over me <laughs> onto the guy's steak plate. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and it, <laughs> oh my God. And I watched it like dance in like the pink and purple of the sunset and I, then it landed. I really steak. like the idea that it's like everyone's just doing that. But like like there's everyone's hair is just falling off onto yeah. the plate next to them. <laughs> I want to say this though. I'm going to call you out. On okay? what? Because. It's if, not all my hair. I swear. Please, please calm down. Before I say anything, you're already defending. Don't make my hair fall out. No. <laughs> I notice something about you when I'm with you. That I fuss with my hair a lot. Constantly. Yeah. You are constantly pulling, 
I'm like a rooster that like flipping, moving, and I'm like, well, of course your hair is gonna fall out. You know, you're like, you're like, I preen you're, myself you're, constantly. You're picking, you pick at your food, you pick at your skin. I don't you, pick at my skin. Yeah, you do. That's why you have those open scabs <laughs> in your arms. I, I knew that's and, you and went too all far. This hair, Tell all everyone this hair. I do not pick at my skin. That went you too do. far. I see you. I see you pick. You pick. You do pick. I don't pick at my skin. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I I do fluff my hair a lot, or I um. I think that's my way of like calming myself down. Yeah, it's like, my like, like a, you look like a psychotic little kid. Like yes, Barbie. Yeah, it's my self soothing tablet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you think it's you think I'm lying and that it's all my hair? No, but just in different no. Shapes I'm just and saying sizes. that like if you're doing that, then that hair. I always see you like play with it, and then you you pull out a hair or something. <laughs> it's like loose hairs in your hand, and you just like flip it like oh i know everyone like, tells me to stop let it go and then the hair is flying in the sky i'm like if 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 more people are doing that that's why there's hair in yeah. everybody's food even when we were younger my parents told my friend michelle we would i called it scalpies because i would like run my fingers through my scalp and michelle was allowed to punch me <laughs> she saw me do scalpies oh so we God. would be like driving in a car and i'd forget about it and like i'd be in front of her and i'd be like oh. massaging my scalp and all of a sudden michelle would punch me so hard in the shoulder and i'd uh, she'd I... yell like scalpies I really don't like riding in a car with you with windows down because you're always playing with your hair and it's flying around like a cyclone like and it's like I got hair and it's like in your mouth (gasps) speaking of that also I did not pick at this can you tell everyone and then I promise we'll go making everyone tired what is it remember when I saw you recently um my neck was cut because uh, oh my god (laughs) that story is hell should I tell? Yes. Okay. Well, the very short, the short story is I went to go get we- uh, sugared. It's like waxing. <laughs> You're always going for these new treatments. <laughs> I've already had one bad reaction to it where like my whole leg broke out to it. But then I, I liked the results so much after <laughs> that. I really did. It makes- after that rash <laughs> that itched for three weeks. And I got my legs and my underarms sugared. And I had such good, res- it's like sugar, lemon and water. And it makes a paste. And then it like rips out your hair follicles. And it, it, but it lasts way longer and it's very softer. I like it way better than waxing. But I got I liked it so much that I went back again and I was ta- I was on the table talking to the woman and we were having like a nice talk about Newport Beach and I didn't want I just went there for like my legs and then all of a sudden I felt her put a strip of sugar like on my vagina and then then she pulled the strip off and like then before I knew it I was getting a Brazilian wax and about halfway through she's like oh my God, you didn't want this. You Like you didn't ask for this. And I'm like, I know, I know. And then we started laughing and, and I just said, just keep going. Like we're already halfway there. So like, what are you going to do? Walk out with half of a vagina <laughs> shave? Yeah, exactly. And so then before I knew it, I had like a Brazilian, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with, but I wasn't in the mindset for it. Cause it's like, you know, the Brazilian is a mindset. And I just was not thinking, I was like, I'm going to go get matzo ball soup and get my legs sugared. <laughs> and I did not. And then she was laughing so hard because she was like, do you know what my my other clients would have acted like their attitude if right. I accidentally like ripped off all of their vaginal Vagina. hair and yeah, stuff? And, yeah. stuff. And I was laughing. I'm like, no, I think it's hysterical. Like, keep going. And then the like heat of the moment or something took o- took over. And then I think she was saying how appreciative she was of my attitude. And she like leaned over, but then <laughs> she kissed me <laughs> on the forehead. <laughs> like, she kissed me on the forehead. And so I'm like getting a Brazilian wax. And she like, then she laughed so hard. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know why I did that. And then, then we were laughing so hard. Then she was like doing some kind of like smoothing sugaring on my neck, <laughs> but it went wrong. And so then, like you saw me, it cut my neck. You had right? a huge cut on your neck. 
And I was like, what is that from? And you were like, I got sugared. And I was like, I don't even know. But like, how long to- was it? It was <laughs> six inches. Yeah, yeah. It looked like I like a, had a tracheometry. Yeah, it tracheometry. looked like somebody tried to cut your throat. Which I, my first thing was like, okay, it finally is, you finally got there. You finally got there. You and Jack. God. (laughs) I could just cut your throat right now. We're the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. No, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. So that was my thing. That's wild that you didn't sue that person. I loved her. I think she's amazing. I'm going back in two weeks. Oh my God. She's like an accidental. I'm addicted. Accidental Brazilian. (laughs) But I left out of there like waddling with my neck bleeding and like my my lipstick on my forehead. I'm like, what just happened? Like, why did I just pay like $300 for it? (laughs) It's so weird. You're like married. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, I'm already picking my hair. This means I know. I see it. I know. I I see it. I'm done. Okay, okay. Stop. Okay. I don't want any hair in my house, okay? Love you guys. See you. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight.